0: Hey everybody, we are back with another episode of the Nintendo Pipeline podcast this week. Um, before we get into that, uh, my name's CMM, I'm going to be your host today. Who else do I got with me? I'm Jared, also known as One Muffin on the Discord. And I'm Mina. Who is also Mina, yes. And yeah. <laughs> uh, today, we've got a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, g'day everyone. It's uh, special Nick.
1: Um, feel free to call me Nick from, uh, the Xbox era discord, but I'm also in the Nintendo era discord with the same name. Um, happy to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Thanks for Absolutely. being here. Thank um, you. We, uh, we're very glad to have you the, the most, you know, the amazing Nintendo Xbox crossover. <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> it um, this was happened. the deal. The, you know this you're... was the rumor deal. This, yeah. was it. Yeah, this yeah. is the acquisition. Yeah. Why, why do you think
2: Phil Spencer's Switch was on, uh, he had a Switch on his shelf? For this? You know, that's, that's right, was that's ex- it was for this, that's it, right, that's yeah. exactly
0: right. It, it, it just so happens that Xbox era bought uh, Metroid instead of Kirby. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Uh, we're going through the 2D Metroid games, and a little bit of Prime, um, in celebration of the upcoming release of Metroid Dread, um, which mm. is going to be out in October. We're all pretty wow. stoked for it um yes so let's kick it off we're gonna go in story order today just because that's fun um and so yeah the the first metroid is uh on the famicom and nes uh just metroid or if you've played the remake zero mission on game boy advance uh a very interesting game who who here is familiar with and has played the original metroid only a little yep. dabs
2: I, I, I've I have tried it uh, many times to like virtual console and stuff, but never have committed to it. No, I, I I'm too spoiled for for that for, for NES <laughs> games, you know. <laughs> for for an no. NES Metroid with no map, I'm too spoiled.
0: So yeah, I feel yeah. like Nick. I feel like Nick has just destroyed this game for some reason. I don't I don't know why.
1: Oh uh, look, I I, I mean the people that know me know that I grew up as a Sega fanboy my oh, yes. my, ex, so. my exposure yeah my exposure to Nintendo was through my best mate um so he was the Nintendo guy and I was the Sega guy so uh, when I and my cousin also had a Nez so anytime I'd go to her house I'd play punch out I'd play Metroid Zelda 2 was the first Zelda I played Hell I didn't yeah, play the first good. one <laughs> zelda and i loved zelda 2 and then i found out years later that everyone hates it and i <laughs> thought it was an awesome game
0: yeah um, we, uh, we talked about that a little bit on an episode where everyone's like man zelda 2 and i was like the one person who was like yeah zelda 2 <laughs> i loved zelda 2 i yeah. thought it was awesome um so that
1: was my exposure to metroid so i played it at my cousin's place i played it at my best mate's house i i loved it i thought it was great did you ever... Didn't uh, beat it. Admittedly. I was going to say, yeah, did you ever beat it? Yeah, I didn't end up beating it, because I, I never got that sort of time to sit down and... Because that's a long game. Yeah, um, oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's that's so the thing about Metroid 1, is that it's the kind of game that you would buy back then that, like, you know, you can only buy one game, you get Metroid, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's going to keep you busy for a very long time. For a while. Just, yeah. yeah. For ages. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... You
2: Especially, know. like, exploring that world, again, without a map, yeah. right? So it's like, mm. you know, that, you know, I cannot even imagine doing that. And I imagine, you know, you know, back back in the 80s, like, I imagine playing this game, it's like, oh, man, like, you really have to remember where this is and that is. is got to you have your you did. paper uh,
3: That's,
2: yeah.
1: It's funny, like, it, it, I, th- I think now, and there's games that I used to play, and I go back and play some old games, and I'm like... How the hell did I beat this back then? <laughs> I I have no idea how I beat these old games because a lot of them are like
0: balls hard and it's just like how the hell yeah. did I do this? How
1: did anyone ever
2: do th- you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
0: Free, man, free time and dedication gets you a long way though.
1: But not yeah, only that, good. some
0: some games I mean obviously games back then
1: in most cases didn't have save states.
0: Yeah. Um mm-hmm.
1: I know Nintendo introduced a lot of the password. Yeah. Sort of the password system where each new stage you'd get to, you'd get a password to go back to it later. Yeah. But even then, you'd still be effectively starting at the start, even if you got halfway through the level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible to think that we were playing games back then without save states. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how the hell did we waste our time like that? Yeah. <laughs> Especially Just...
2: these exploration heavy games, right? With yeah. Exploration heavy games with like really hard combat, right? Too. So it's like, yeah. oh my God, how did people get through these? <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, you know, it's a lot of people nowadays are very down on the original Metroid. I I think it's special. Um, hmm. It definitely has this difficulty and intensity to it that not all of the sequels have. Um, And it being mapless is something I think is actually really cool about it because it is very alien and you can, you know, draw your own map, you know, on on graph paper and stuff, just like Zelda, same thing. Uh, I think there's a lost appreciation for that now, but mm. it is super cool. And I mean, you know, you have, uh, the main Metroid cast is introduced here. Samus, obviously the Metroids themselves, Mother Brain, Ridley, and Craid. And Craid is a little tiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> They're both tiny boys, actually.
2: Even Ridley is pretty small, Yeah, right? he's, pretty, he's pretty tiny. Rid- Rid- Ridley's, like, just, like, a, like an inch taller than Samus. <laughs>
0: yeah, And I mean, like, you know... It, it, we're gonna have a live debate here how to say the planet's name but uh zebes zebes whatever you'd like I always to call said it zebes how is it spelled z- again i said zebes z-e-b-e-s
1: yeah i'd call it if i like i'd call that zebes yeah yeah, yeah. Zeebs.
0: Zeebs, zebes 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 uh <laughs> all the above all the above yeah uh i've obviously an iconic location that was you know i mean it's in smash bros it's in metroid yeah. sequels um brinstar and norfair and Torian are very iconic locations um you have your ice beam and wave beam which that game you can't have them both at the same time mm-hmm. same with That's, two in, yeah it's uh which is interesting because you need the ice beam <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to finish the game but mm-hmm. um lots of cool stuff there and then of course you know everyone will always mention the, the ending because well, surprise Samus is a girl Whoa, <laughs> oh, <Kyle>. boy! <laughs> but uh, the thing about that game if if you recall is every time you die regardless of what energy tanks or whatever you have you start at 30 health
2: oh jeez.
0: and uh, yeah that that's the part that hurts a little bit like even if you just started at 99 it would be okay But 30, there's those rooms in that, in that game specifically made for grinding health with the never, like the Mm -hmm, continuously mm -hmm. respawning enemies and stuff. Um, Yeah. Now I know Mm -hmm. some people have mostly played Metroid 1 through Zero Mission, which is that game's remake on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I imagine you all have some thoughts on that.
2: Oh man, Metroid Zero Mission is excellent. Like... I, so, you know, I played it a little bit after I played Super Metroid. I played Super Metroid first, uh, right? Uh, But, so, first off, right off the bat, you notice, oh, my God, this controls so fluidly, Mm -hmm. right? Arguably the best Metroid has ever controlled, at least in a 2D environment, until Dread, maybe, hopefully. Um, But, yeah, like, it's so fluid. It it just feels great to play, right? And then, um, oh, my God, like, the map is so well-designed. And I, I don't know how much of it, like stuck to the metroid one blueprint but i was actually surprised at like how well i thought the game flowed how well it was designed like it it, i could not I like again i don't know how much was expanded i assume a lot right but even just the base you could tell like oh my god like they really nailed a lot of it it just needed some modernization so whatever but wow like it turned out to be an excellent excellent game yeah. some it's, of the
4: corridors yeah. in the original nes metroid feel very slow and long like, you just fight the same enemies over and over again for, like, five screens. And Zero Mission makes that feel a lot smoother and a lot more advanced.
0: Yeah, well, the thing with Zero Mission is, and I'll, I've will i said this before and I'll say it again, is, um, to me, it's, it's a funny remake because it feels like the antithesis to Metroid 1 Ooh. in a lot of ways. Because oh, sure. Metroid 1 is very, like... Tough and like mm. you know, mainly it's it's an extremely difficult game. Like that was that's its thing. Zero Mission is a freaking cakewalk.
2: <laughs> like oh, it's so easy. It's, it's, it's a great, first but, like, Metroid. easiest
0: Metroid that I've ever played.
2: Not upsets um, me though,
0: mm-hmm. you know, like yeah.
2: like because some games are too easy, whatever. No, but I I honestly thought like yeah yeah this game was a breeze, but I had a blast the whole way through, you know. Yeah, like,
0: it's fun. I don't get me wrong, it it is, it is fun and it definitely is very smooth and and Samus controls. You know, it's extremely satisfying. Um, in terms of the map, um, I don't, I, I could be misremembering, but the map isn't particularly based on the original map hmm. in in Metroid One. Like there are. are similarities and you know you have Ridley's Lair and Cray's Lair and stuff and not like Meridia or stuff like that from Super but it it's it's pretty different the game feels just entirely different to me like it's just a different game as far as I'm concerned so how much but
1: did they change from the original a, a lot. lot it's <laughs> like a lot. It's, it's
4: like a it's, a it's like Resident Evil 2 to Re- Resident Evil 2 remake kind of
0: yeah oh I would wow say, I would say Thank even God. more I would wow. say even more than that wow. game <laughs> Um. yeah, like, it's the map design, unless I'm horrifically remembering wrong, is just completely different, yeah. um, outside of some iconic, sure. you know, areas, like the Morph Ball area at the beginning is the same, and, mm. you know, Turian is similar enough. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's a very different game. Definitely worth playing both, because they're just very yeah. different. Um, I, I, I mm-hmm. would like to fully get through the NES one sometime, but Zero Mission so far is my favorite Metroid. And it does include Metroid One on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Once you beat Zero, Mission. really? Yep, as, a, as an unlock, okay. which is cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And also, which, we... you know, we don't get things like that anymore. You know? No. Yeah, because <laughs> <we don't. laughs>
1: no, they can sucks. sell them to you. Why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the cl- I reckon the closest to that is probably Homefront Revolution. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> got a full blown version <laughs> yeah. of Time Splitters Two. Oh, I, I think. You
0: know. just I bought two. that Inside, game yeah. for
4: Time Splitters Two, and you have to get really far into that game to unlock it. But it's yeah. pretty fun. It's not a bad game.
0: Yeah, I, I I almost bought that game just for Time Splitters too. I'm not gonna lie. I did. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. And it's a good, it's a good
1: six, yeah. It was on sale for six bucks. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Like cool. I got it. Six bucks uh, for Time Splitters and a free copy of
0: Homefront. And and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the biggest change in Zero Mission, which is Zero Suit Samus and the stealth section after the main game. The story continues uh, after Metro One the, ends.
4: The weaker part of the game.
0: It's it's oh, an interesting sure. part of the game. It's um, interesting.
2: It, it, it's interesting but like uh, my brain almost like thinks of it as a wholly separate thing because it just it, it is it, you know it does feel like a little post game extra rather mm-hmm. than like yeah uh you know like uh, why it's definitely not why i like this game you know yeah um yeah. It, it's an interesting twist though you know like you you have to play through this with without all the powers that you're used to you know you're more fragile or whatever but you're also more agile right yeah um which is funny because you're already really agile <laughs> It's,
0: there, but whatever. it's um yeah it's definitely a different experience i still don't really know how i feel about it all this time later i used to very much not like it now i'm like yeah this is fine <laughs> um but it's kind of weird like you know you have your stun gun or whatever and otherwise enemies just you get hit by an enemy once or twice and you. you're done yeah uh, which is the only part of the game i feel like actually feels threatening to me mm. Oh sure. However, if you want to play Metroid Zero Mission and it not be a cakewalk, uh, play it on hard mode. It will. It will shit on you. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it will. Um, definitely recommended. Uh, so after Metroid One and Zero Mission, we get into the Prime series, which we wanted to talk about a little bit. Um, they all take place before Metroid Two. Uh, I believe the order is Metroid One or Metroid Prime One, Hunters Two, Three. And I guess if you want to talk about Federation Force 2, that's after 3. And what about Pinball? Pinball is the I canon version of say, Prime <laughs> 1.
1: <laughs> I was just about to say, what about
0: Pinball? Pinball is my favorite Prime game, not even more. It's <laughs> so one. good. It's pinball so good.
1: is so good.
0: So I, I know, uh, Nick, you in particular um, have played a lot of the Prime series. You're very big on the Prime games. What, uh, what makes the them games. so special to you?
1: Oh, it's so hard to pin down. Like, I I just, especially with the first one at the time, because obviously 3D Metroidvanias are now far more commonplace yeah. than they were back then. But the fact that they managed to... Because I'm not a massive story guy. I'll yeah. say that up front. Again, anyone that watches our podcast knows I'm not a big story guy. I'm the guy that too. skips the cutscenes if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, that Thanos meme where... <laughs> You know, he's like, I don't even know who you are. That's like, that's me. I skip the cutscenes and have no idea what's going on. Um, but the way they managed to translate the two D Metroidvania, or really just Metroid, into three D without losing pretty much anything that makes it what it is, I just thought was unbelievable. Yeah, and it was just. That-
2: yeah. Th- th- that is just ridiculous, right? Because, you know, you went from a 2D side-scroller to a mm. 3D first-person, mm-hmm. uh, mm. you know? Like, like these games are nothing like on the surface, and yet they captured the spirit of Metroid mm. so phenomenally with Metroid Prime. Yeah, you know? unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and, like, not for nothing, too, but, like, you know, at the time, uh, it was... Retro was a new studio. Obviously, it had mm-hmm. some yeah. talent from other studios but it was still very much a new studio so people were very skeptical and that it was in first person people were like extremely skeptical mm-hmm. it's easy Ooh, to yeah. forget now because it's been around so long people love yeah. it but like at the time when that game was announced people were like hugely uh. <laughs> you know? controversial it ended up being yeah. a great choice and like a, in terms of immersion yeah, yeah. I mean, remember oh, yeah, when? Sure. Remember when Metroid Prime was supposed to be a Halo killer or something? I remember hearing that all the time. I was like <laughs> that's the the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but but yeah. it was a risk,
2: right? It was a huge risk to to, yeah. to 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 try something like that. And crazy that it worked out. You know?
0: Yeah, and it worked. And out it worked incredibly. out so well. I mean, I would
2: argue Metroid Prime is like the best game of that generation. You could say other games, whatever. But to me, like it's Metroid Prime. It's know? up there. It. It's definitely it one of my up, favorite games, games ever.
0: I've always it's... sucked at Metroid Prime because I'm garbage at first person navigation. And the thing <laughs> no, with no, Prime it. is that the way the map system is, it's like the big colored blob and then mm. you're an arrow and the arrow is like a big colored blob. So I'm like spinning this thing around like trying to see like where I am and it just looks like just like blobs together. Oh, I, I love so the awesome. map. I feel like oh. it's really helpful. Some people love mm. it. Mm. I my brain was just like what is happening?
1: <laughs> just every, everything about it though was unbelievable. Yeah, like yeah. just seeing the levels for the first time and when you can uh, it's, I have to go back to it again to remember but like the first time you see Samus's reflection in your visor <laughs> yeah, yeah. when everything fogs up and yep. the oh, and they had the easy, on the charge those effects being, are like, so cool. Smoke ah oh, such an like I'd love a full blown remake of that not a remaster but a full-blown yeah. remake
0: <laughs> that's interesting yeah i've just... never actually i've never thought of that before you know especially when oh, you have it... you know a last of us remake or whatever
1: <laughs> yeah well <laughs> coming well, Metro maybe. prime is what 2003 <laughs> i want to say 02, might be, might be 03, something yeah. like <laughs> that yeah, it's like, yeah
0: two or three it's nearly oh, 20, 20 years,
1: years. It, it's approaching 20 years mm-hmm. which is you know yeah, but, yeah i mean god so that came out the year after halo did wow
0: <laughs> that's weird to think about and it. And you can
1: a... tell
4: they did not see the Halo controls by the time that came <laughs> yeah, out.
1: Yeah, it, it controls
2: very different from Halo, you know? Oh, very but different. there's a reason for that, though. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes like, sense.
1: I know, yeah, like, I know when I first, first, first started playing it, it was jarring as that it didn't play like Halo did. Like, it mm-hmm. really took some adjustment. Yeah. But once you got into it, it's sort of like, I mean, even now, Skyward Sword, like, yeah. I keep I keep going to rotate the camera with the right stick, yes, just instinctively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I've just got to force myself to hold down the bumper. Yeah, to rotate the camera. <laughs> yeah.
0: The, yeah. Uh, you know, not so. Not only did they nail it with Prime One, it spawned two se- two major sequels. Uh, Prime mm. Two is a very different and very mm. wild game. Um, Prime Three was basically the like the example for how, like, first-person shooters would be controlled on Wii. Um, mm. You know, those games are also very cool in their own way. 2, two is weird. Um, yeah. I know you have thoughts on that, Nick. <laughs> for, I wasn't for... as fond. I wasn't as fond of 2. It's
1: still a good game, don't yeah. get me wrong. I just wasn't as fond of it as I was the first one, and then to a lesser extent, 3. 3 was still amazing. I loved 3. Yeah. But Prime... Prime is very close to perfection. Yeah. It really is. Um, it truly is. Yeah, that's that's why I'd love for them to remake that one. Like, f- And proper, proper remake, not just HD it up or yeah. anything like that. I mm-hmm. want ground up, totally rebuild it for the Switch, whatever. Um, I reckon that would be amazing. But with, with Echoes, I don't know, something about the whole Switching between the two worlds thing, it just, I don't know, something about it just didn't sit properly with me when I was playing it. Yeah, it was just...
0: definitely, like, during a time where, like, the dual world thing was ex- especially prevalent, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, going Nintendo on. Nintendo loves like, it. They they do. Yeah. Uh, but, like, even at that time, even, like, I-, I can't remember specifically, but I just seem to remember there was, like, everything just had a dual world at that time. And I was just kind of like, "All right," <laughs> but know. they've done it for a long
1: time, Nintendo, and yeah. they're still mm-hmm. doing it. Just, yeah. it's not always it's not always dual world. Sometimes it's day or night. Right, it's effectively right. like the Zelda games do it a lot. Yeah. Everything is different at night compared to how it is during the day. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And this was just obviously another take on that.
0: Yeah, have have you? Yeah. So you're you're a fan of Prime. So have you ever? I know you haven't played much of the handheld ones, but have you played Prime Hunters before? No, my only
1: exposure to Prime Hunters was the demo on the DS. Yeah, mm. yeah, me too. I, I've still got, I've still got my very, very original first DS that came with the Prime Hunters demo. With, I've with kept the it demo, yeah, Sam, Sam. And it was good. Again, awkward. Like I, it yeah. felt weird controlling it with yeah. the All stylus, hand crampy, like that. But... Yeah, yeah, I... um, but it was okay. Looked great. Mm -hmm. I have a
2: strange affection for games like that. Like, you know, one of my favorite games of all time is Kid Icarus Uprising, which, you know, does not have a standard control scheme in the slightest. No, not at all. (laughs) And, you know, Adventure from Hunters is a very similar way, you know, and I I actually liked controlling it. Uh, Yes, it's awkward, especially on a DS, right? Um, But I I don't know, I I found it uh, interesting, you know, being able to just... Uh, it, it you know that game was really made for the thumb strap mm-hmm. the that the DS came with. Yes. I think remember? I lost mine. Mm-hmm.
4: I have no idea where that is.
2: Uh, yeah, you really needed to use that thing, you know, because uh, uh, God, it, controlling otherwise a little hard.
0: I remember like. using that thumb strap trying to play Mario sixty four DS <laughs> with the virtual analog stick, and I was like, no, we're done. <laughs> Deep. <D-pad Yeah, yeah. laughs> But it's, that it's ind- a shame but
1: that there's it's a shame that there's a lot of Nintendo games that are just sort of forgotten about like that because of those awkward control schemes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. I I feel like those games deserve another shot with modern control schemes and Resident Evil 2 remake is an example of that. Like hmm. Resident Evil 2, don't get me wrong, it was a popular game back then. But look at the success the remake has had by modernizing everything. Yeah. Um and I feel like Icarus Uprising, because I've got that as well. And again, it's super awkward to play. I'd, I'd love for a game like that to get a second chance with mm-hmm. modern controls. Yeah, even be, with like
4: IR gyro controls would be a lot less, yeah. a lot more comfortable.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: The um, And speaking of, uh, so Metroid Prime 3 was a pointer pointer to aim and so i always sucked at controlling first person games Uh, a lot of people know how i cannot do like dual stick to save my life so (laughs) Mm. metroid prime thankfully didn't have dual stick so i was able to do that a bit but being able to point in in prime 3 and like i loved the grapple uh lasso Mm. too on the left Mm. on the left hand it was just so much fun yeah 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 Yeah. that's awesome that game is is super neat and visceral to me for that Mm. uh for that reason um and then we got the trilogy which is awesome and then, uh, yeah
2: the trilogy just retrofits that three prime three control scheme to the originals right and it worked really well surprisingly like yeah you know, I, 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 I i yeah i actually really like i uh, to me the wii version is actually my preferred way to play
0: yeah um, same. Mm. so it be more, more. natural mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah, yeah, for definitely. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Though th- should...
2: th- th- there is something about playing that game with the GameCube controller that just feels right, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like... <laughs> you
1: yeah. Know, yeah, it but... just feels at home.
4: It's like but playing, I... like, Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube. That controller just feels really nice for it. Some games... It's a great
1: controller, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: it's fine. But, but I, I genuinely do prefer the Weird Mountain Nunchuck
4: controls for Metroid Prime.
2: Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I think they're just a lot more fluid, you know? Um... It, it just controls better, honestly. <laughs> and so that, that, that's the way I, I play when I, when I go back and play Metroid Prime 1, that's the way I play, you know?
0: Yeah. When I was, um, I was saying a little bit before we recorded, I had my wisdom teeth out right before Prime 3 came out. It was like the week before Prime 3 came out. Hmm. It was also right before school was about to start again. And, uh, so I'm trying to play Prime 3 and I've got ice like, you know, on like my, my face while like trying to hold the remote, <laughs> but it, it was dreadful. Um, That was a horrible week, but (laughs) once I was, like, in my normal, you know, able to do it again, it was a good time. Um, And that, you know, uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy is one of the few times that Nintendo has really done, like, a major high-value compilation. Um, Mm. That's significant, and that's on Wii U as well, which is how a lot of people played it, because the initial run of Prime Trilogy was not particularly large. Um, Oh
2: no, like that thing, if you did not get it at launch, you feel regret because those things were so hard to come by for a while. Yeah.
0: And And you know what, now that we're talking
1: about it, I'm going to check eBay. (laughs) 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 Right now, you're like... I want to check eBay.
0: In the US, uh, GameStop did end up selling a second print and what the second print actually was was used copies marked as new in standard cases oh wow that's uh, so they funny did, they did that with xenoblade wow. as well um, they,
1: they're selling like ebay australia copies of metroid prime trilogy are selling for 140 bucks yeah wow. that's 160 yeah. 150 <laughs> wow
0: it's okay you don't need metroid prime trilogy because we have metroid prime pinball that's the mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> a game is super tight I, that's fantastic don't want to spend too much oh, time on it, but that game so deserves good. the mention. It
4: is a 2D Metroid. In a way. <laughs>
0: you know? You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a uh, great game.
4: Yeah. It's just... But, it's, uh, it's great feeling pinball. That's all I got to say.
0: So, I guess before I, I, we...
1: Ha- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I got Trilogy on the Wii U, because when I couldn't yeah. get it on the Wii, mm-hmm. I was like, as soon as it came out on the Wii U, I bought it straight away. Yeah. yeah a lot of um, people did. And of course... I don't know if you even want me to mention this, but there's obviously the rumored Switch. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. We've been waiting. We've been been waiting. (laughs) Oh, man. Sitting
0: here like... (laughs) Like, I'll buy it again.
1: I'll do it. There's so many different rumors floating around about that game. Like, I I know that I had been told by a couple of different people that it's like they're just sitting on it and it's just there, it's ready, they're just holding onto it for whatever reason... Which is, I don't know, I feel like that's starting to look a bit silly, I guess. Like, yeah. this year's the anniversary. If they were going to release it, and they're just sitting on it, wouldn't you just release it <laughs> yeah. now? Like, you would this think, yeah.
2: right? Like, it, you know, because but, but I, I guess the rationale, if we're going to continue believing in Metro Brungal, and I don't know if I do or not, is it's hard, right? But, mm. you know, Dread is coming this year. Maybe they don't want to take focus away from Dread. Right? Um... And, yeah. may, and, and, and what what everyone keeps saying is, oh, well, maybe they want to release it closer to 4. And who knows? Maybe 4 yeah. is really far off. That's what you know? I think. And so... That makes sense. Right? So when, when Prime 4 shows up again, maybe, like, you know, they'll give it a year and then they'll be like, also, by the way, Metro Prime Trilogy, this thing is out in two months. Whenever they're ready to show Prime 4, you know? I don't yeah. know when that is. Next year? Yeah. Two years? Who knows?
1: But... Well that's Speaking- the thing. With Dread coming out this year, it would probably make more sense to release the trilogy as a primer pardon the pun, as a primer for Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Right. So they release they release the trilogy, I don't know, a few months before 4's due to release, and then say, okay, go through the first three, and then 4's ready And then you're 3. ready for 4. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And, and no, f- on that on that note, um, there is one prime game we didn't talk about, which is Federation Force. I don't know if here <laughs> has played Federation force
4: only blast ball. Same only <laughs> blast
0: ball for me too. Is that I mean, DS a, Federation? Yeah, uh, 3DS. Uh, yeah, 3DS. 3DS. Okay. It's like the squad-based. Like, do you know if the oh, blast ball yes, servers are yes, still yes. up?
1: I don't. Know I would
0: if be still
2: surprised of... if they. Are. I don't think they are.
0: But mm, I don't that's know. sad.
4: The Steel Diver yeah. Sub
0: Wars servers were still up last time I checked. Yeah, that game's cool. I don't give. Mm-hmm. Cra- I don't care. I yeah. don't what anyone says. We'll
4: do, we'll do a Steel Diver <laughs> episode later.
0: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that other <laughs> time. Um, so uh, that's Metroid Prime. Um, it all takes place before Metroid Two, if we're going mm-hmm. story wise. Um, all three of them. So it, funny. Yeah, all yeah, three, all three and, them,
2: and probably
4: four. That's, that's so funny. Yeah, probably four. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah like, like, just
2: like like they make it it. I, I guess it's it's so that way because to be honest, nothing really important happens in Metroid One besides just introducing you to the world, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so. But, Doing it between one and two is like a convenient. You can you can have so many stories happen between one and two, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because two makes it at a point where you're killing all the Metroids, and then that makes it harder to follow up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and as we'll get um, into, which two, I guess we can talk about Metroid Two. Yeah. yeah, two, two is an interesting game. So two was on the Game Boy. Um, I dig this game actually. Mm. Um, I like it. I played about sixty
4: percent of it or so.
0: Yeah, so, what, yeah, I'm curious, what do you think about it, playing it, currently? I,
4: I think it holds up a lot better than Metroid 1. It feels more modern, like, you can you can duck in this game, you can duck and shoot. Um, <laughs> it just f- feels a little better. There's still no map, but because it's a more linear world, you don't need a map quite as much.
0: Yeah, that... Makes sense that game is interesting mm. because that game just gives you power-ups like immediately like it just yeah. throws them at you Spiderball, you know like what was it? it was like spider ball space jump um bombs. you get a lot of beams early on
4: too and suit yeah. upgrades like various suit gravity suit um, and then they're like hey, the suit names wrong
0: you like missile packs well this room has four of them in it. yeah that's great yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> you will have you so many them. missiles yeah because yeah, yeah, every enemy Metroid. needs missiles yeah, and that game is very interesting and has a very unique atmosphere. Um, and so, when they announced the remake for Metroid 2, uh, Samus Returns, um, I was very interested in seeing where that went. And um, I think... I don't know if... I know Mina and Jared, you've played Samus Returns, correct? No, yes. not. I've only oh, played not. the Game Boy 1. Okay. See,
2: I've only played Samus Returns. I have dabbled with, with the Return of Samus, but... Samus Returns is the one that I got from beginning to end. Yeah. Um oh, that's a fantastic game, honestly. Like yeah. to like Samus Returns and you can see a lot of the ideas that they presented for dread, a lot of them were incubated in this game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh
2: you know, so you know, Samus's expanded moveset, you know, um uh whatever, like like they they have so many ideas that they got that they tested out in the framework of an existing Metroid game for dread which which is which makes this game pretty cool actually mm-hmm. um it also like it looks great for a 3ds game very very yeah very it's visuals.
4: fantastic yeah. Um, i did get to try a demo it once so like the controls feel great and it looks great so i do know that much
2: yeah oh controls great you know having that free form like being able to shoot like in a 360 degree like that you know uh that that's great and then the counter move is interesting um yes I, I don't think it worked lawlessly in this game because yeah. it, it it made the combat a little tiring because you'd have to stop, counter, and, and then go yeah. on. And, and and because there's so many enemies in this game, you know? Yes. Like, the hallways are just filled with enemies, so you're just constantly stopping. And so there's, there's kind of a disconnect between, oh, Samus is a lot more agile, but also you're just stopping all the time,
0: you Yeah, know? yeah. And you're like, uh, yeah, you're constantly, like counter especially in the beginning of the game you counter a lot because oh you can because it's like one of your
2: only yeah because you know you don't have any other good moves at the time ta- at
4: the beginning right yeah
2: um and, and then i think the structure of the game is kind of weird because you're hunting mm-hmm. 40 metroids yeah the whole right? game
4: is go left go right shoot metroids go down at least i don't know if that's the same in the 3ds one but that's yeah, what it a kind game of is. One is yeah more yeah of yeah
2: less. it, it it, it, you know, this game is, more than anything, this is a Metroid hunt. You know, you were just hunting <laughs> yep. 40 Metroids.
4: Metroid Hunters.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I, I had always said, I, I played this game, I had a good time, but I had my gripes with it, but I, I had always said, okay, like, I think the gripes I had are because it kind of tried to match this older game with some new ideas that don't necessarily mesh together. But I feel like taking what worked in Savage Returns but putting it in a brand new game where you could design around it, right? that would just work a lot better. But bet this game is still really, really good. I, I, like, I would recommend, like, especially if you're itching for Metroid to play before Dread comes out. Yeah. Right? I, I, mm-hmm. I think this is just a great game. Yeah. I also find Metroid 2 fascinating from a story perspective. Uh, I know we don't... Story is, like, whatever. But um, I think it's funny because this game... Sakamoto originally did not work on right yeah. this was like I don't know if I would call them the B team but it was a separate team you know yeah uh, but it's so funny how this game that was made by a side team ended up being so influential for everything that came after because yeah. then you had to deal with the idea of oh we've just made all the Metroids go extinct
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the,
2: is... t- the titular characters of the game <laughs> yeah. there's only one left because of this game <laughs> and that, that legacy lasted for every game that takes place after that, right? Like, we're still grappling with the idea that, oh, you know, the, all the Metroids are gone or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's funny to, in particular to happen for a game that was made by someone else, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nick, have you, have you played any iteration of Metroid 2?
1: No, I haven't. Because, again, I, I would never jump in on the portables. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I should now. I feel yeah, like you I should, should probably correct that and <laughs> yeah. play a lot of those games. Um, but because they sound a lot better than I probably gave them credit for. I tend to, as soon as I hear about it, like, and I think part of the problem comes from the fact that I actually did play the Zelda portable games and didn't yeah. like them. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, oh, well, if the I don't like the Zelda ones, I'm probably not going to like the Metroid ones either. So, I just yeah. kind of never bothered with them because of that and just stuck to the home console ones. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: but man, even Summers, while we were talking, even Summer's Returns, like I jumped onto eBay and they're going for even more than Metroid Prime Trilogy. Wow. Whoa. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw two copies sell for 250 Australian. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah,
2: 3DS games are starting to, to skyrocket. Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah. crazy
0: yeah oh um it's it's interesting one thing I want to point out as someone who's played both of them um Samus Returns is is more of a faithful quote unquote remake than I would say Zero Mission is but there's one particular thing about Samus Returns that returns that bugs me and that is uh SR388 and Metroid 2 on Gameboy has a, a very unique soundtrack um very unique sound. I'm sure, Jared. I'm sure you've noticed. Yeah. Like it's it's got a, it's got a sound to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Samus Returns does not bother recreating that like at all. Um, <laughs> they don't remix most of the music in Metroid Two. Huh. There's a lot of themes from like Super Metroid and, and Metroid that are remixed instead.
4: Oh, that's um, unfortunate the main theme of two is is good it only yeah. kicks
0: in sometimes but when it kicks in you know you're you're going the right direction yeah and i kind of really wanted to see a new take on that i feel like what they did with the planet and samus returns was not as interesting as i was hoping for um you know after seeing the original and you know obviously being on Game Boy, it's definitely more abstract mm-hmm. um yeah. And, you know, there's other things like uh, they added some new boss battles and stuff like that. One other thing, too, is that in the original Metroid 2, the Spider-Ball, in, in, in Samus Returns, there are these, like, gooey surfaces that you cannot roll onto. And that's made because, you know, the way they built the new game is a bit different. And, um, you know, you can definitely cheese some of it if you're able to go around everywhere but the thing that was so cool about Metroid two is that the spider ball shifted the context of the game so much and you could go on any surface. Mm-hmm. So like you they can explore spikes like, up, all the way up, to, you know, to the top of the most pointless mm-hmm. chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that, that's something too. I think that's very different between those two games that I still think makes both of them worth playing. Mm-hmm. Um, did anyone here play uh, AM2R, the fan remake of Metroid no, 2? No,
4: I was asking which Did Metroid not. 2 to play, and I, I <laughs> thought about that when people told me to do the Game Boy one first.
0: Yeah. Um, I played a bit of that, and it was pretty fun. It's definitely a different take. Like, all three of them are very interesting takes on the same game, which I find interesting. Um, and that one is like, what if Metroid 2 was a Super Nintendo game? Pretty much, yeah. Like, it's a... It's a Super Nintendo slash GBA style um, Metroid game with extra stuff in it too that that that's unique to it. Um, yeah, so uh, after Metroid Two, story wise, leads directly into Super. Like Super happens like five minutes after Metroid Two is over. Um, oh, it does it? The, yeah, yeah, the, the last
2: as- Metroid is in captivity. That happens literally right before oh, she yeah, just captured fun. that yeah. last Metroid. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so Super Super Metroid takes place, and you know, all hell breaks loose with that. Ridley steals the 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 Metroid and all that fun stuff. Um, but this game is obviously legendary um, oh my for many this- reasons. I mean, I've I've heard people describe metroid prime as 3d super metroid before um Mm -hmm. and i mean there's a reason for that um what was your guys first experience with super metroid
2: um so for me actually i came to it a little bit later i played it for the first time in Mm.
0: 2016 uh wow yeah i know (laughs)
2: awful right Uh, but I, it took me, it, like, it it was on the 3DS virtual console, and I was like, you know what, I need to play this game, like, you know, it's so lauded, you know, I, I, you know, I just have to, but I, am telling you, playing it for the first time, even in 2016, I, my mind was blown, you know, I was like, this game just holds up super well, like, sure, the controls are not perfect, according to modern standards, or whatever, right, but I think, I, I mean, first of all, you can see where, like, the influence of, all the later Metroid games came from this. This, this mm. establishes really what Metroid is, you know? Um, mm. And then on the other hand, um, I just think that the way the world is designed in this game, like, you know, all of the progression happens simply through exploration, right? Nothing else. Yeah. And, which I think make, which makes Metroid unique, even amongst Metroidvanias, right? Because it's not level ups, it's not stats, it's what, it, it is just you explore the map, you find things, it helps you explore the map more, right? And that's the case for the games we just mentioned, but I think Super Metroid, that world is so well designed, you know? I yeah. think that world is so well designed and so interesting to explore. Like, I could not put that game down, you know?
0: Yeah, it's so extremely well defined, and, you know, it it's the second game that takes place on Zebes, Zebes, and <laughs> it Expands the content of that world significantly with with new areas. You even go to some places that are in Metroid One in in Super, like destroyed Turian, as uh, the main the main example. Um, I remember when I was young, uh, it was a Toys R Us town over, and I was I went there and my mom let me pick one game, and it was either Mega Man X or it was Super Metroid. And as a kid, I chose Mega Man X, which was absolutely the right decision, because I was <laughs> way too stupid as a kid to, to play through Super Metroid. <laughs> um, but I ended up finally playing it years later on Wii Virtual Console. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that, that game is stunning. Um, absolutely an audio-visual masterpiece, Before even before I say anything else about it. So what year did you first play Super Metroid? Probably, that would probably make it like 2007 it was wow. definitely, wow. yeah. It was definitely okay. like it was two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Whenever it, whenever it came out on virtual console, I bought it immediately. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's um, it's wild. Um, it's definitely it's mm. the first Metroid game with a map uh, series wise, which is significant. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Set kind of set the basis for a lot of Metroidvania map systems yeah. um, that followed mm. it, um, and just. That game is wild. The, the one thing I will say is that whereas Metroid 1 is more maze like and alien with like fake floors and fake walls, mm. you know, and that kind of thing, Super Metroid isn't quite like that. It doesn't feel as alien to me. And I think it's a bit easier than that game. So, like, there's a part of it that I kind of wish was just a little bit more intense. Um, but overall, I mean, That game is no slouch. I mean, I'm sure, you know, people, people have, I've died plenty of times playing Super Metroid, so, um, but I think it's interesting because I hear sometimes from people who played uh, Metroid 1 and 2 when they were, you know, when they were new, um, Mm. that when they went to Super Metroid, that they found Super Metroid a disappointment because it wasn't as, like, it wasn't as much of a gauntlet, I guess, as, as... As the originals were so it took less time to clear um and i've heard that about link to the past actually versus Zelda one and two which i find interesting as well um that's another story um but uh what about you nick what is, what was your first experience with super metroid
1: yeah it, and that's the thing it's funny hearing you say that you played it like both of you played it so recently like i played Super Metroid far closer to when it came out because, again, my best friend had a Super Nintendo. So anytime I'd go there, I'd play games. And I remember really liking Super Metroid a lot. Yeah. And Metroidvanias are probably, for me, top three genre in video games for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be they, two, be they 2D or 3D. I've become mm-hmm. very fond of 3D Metroidvanias, especially <laughs> after Prime. Um, but I'm going to say something. Possibly a bit controversial now, and maybe even sacrilegious, but I found for me that Super Metroid didn't age the best. I tried playing it again. I-, I tried playing it again fairly recently, like in the last five years or so, and I was surprised. Like I, I thought I'd like it way more than I did. Uh huh. Yeah. Playing through it again, I-, I don't know what it was about it. I don't know if it's because. I've played so many more modern Metroidvanias since I first played Super Metroid. And maybe yeah. just do you things think it was changed the controls. changed do, do you think it
2: was primarily the controls uh, that, no, that made you feel
1: that I, way? No, I don't think it was. Because I've gone back to Metroid 1 and still had a bit of fun with it. I don't think it was the controls. I think it's... I don't know. It, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I was actually shocked at how much I wasn't as enamored with it as I expected to be. I don't know if it was just, I I think it's that initial, that initial section of it is so, um, what's the right word? So, I guess so little happens at the start of that game that for me, it was almost borderline a turnoff. Yeah. Because it was so, Yeah. yeah, like most, most Metroidvanias like to give you a little something to begin with just to sort of grab you where super didn't really do that. Super felt, I think a lot more, um, I don't know if maybe isolating is the right word. Like you felt, Oh, definitely. Little, yeah. You felt a lot more isolated and you felt a lot more helpless. You felt a lot more, I don't know. And, and I think, Playing through it, I was, like, shocked. I expected to go back in and just full-on love it. Like, I remember loving it back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I was kind of surprised that it felt to me like it hadn't aged that great. That's why I was very shocked to hear you played it, Mina, for the first time in 2016. And I think,
2: abs- well, to be fair, I think I'm a little
1: broken. Uh, like, I
2: <laughs> I played Mario 64 for the first time last year, and I loved it. Wow. I, you know, oh, I thought wow. it, you know. It's amazing. Yeah. So, so, so maybe I'm just, you know, bi- I don't know. May- I, maybe I just have strange tastes.
1: But- <laughs> no, I doubt it. I, I'd say that I'm the abnormal one. That's why I said I'm probably going to say something a bit sacrilegious here. Like, I, I think the sentiment that I see online is that most people think Super Metroid has aged great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where for, for, for me upon... personally was the opposite. Okay. No, I, 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 I want to say. touch
2: upon uh, well, you mentioned—the isolation and how you kind of felt that was like uh, maybe a bit too. Like it, it didn't keep you as maybe as engaged or whatever, right? I think mm. that's an interesting part of Metroid because I I do think that's very hit or miss. I think for the most part, actually, I think I think you're actually with the majority in that. Sometimes, you know, I I wonder if the reason part of why Metroid never truly hit it big is that mm. feeling of isolation. While I found it, like, very, like, um, immersive, it is uh, maybe even oppressive for a lot of people, you know? Mm. Where it just feels it, it feels a little too much. And I wonder if that's part of why Metroid never took off, truly. My you game. know, in the, w- in the way that other Nintendo franchises did, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, Metroid 1 is absolutely designed to be oppressive. Like, that mm. game does not care. Like, and that's that was kind of its place. It's what makes it unique to yeah, me yeah. amongst Nintendo series. Um, and Metroid, Super Metroid, it, it doesn't feel as oppressive to me. Um, and I know mm. what you were saying too, Nick in the beginning, like you have the part where you're on the space station and there's like the fake boss fight and then you escape that and then you make it to the planet. And then like that first stretch on the planet is not particularly interesting. It, it takes a little bit to mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. going, um, which I hadn't really thought about much before. Um, and I mean, I've watched, <laughs> played Super Metroid a million times. I've watched Friends speedrun Super Metroid a million times. I think I've seen more Super Metroid than I'd ever want to see in my life <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point, but I hadn't thought of it like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting.
2: I, my I um, Super was, Metroid...
4: I
0: was like, oh, sorry, go on.
2: I was gonna say, like you touched on speedrunning, man. This game is a speedrunning like, speed running, like uh, uh, legend, right? Like, like you know, so so many people love to speedrun this game. You know, it, it's a mainstay at like every speedrunning event known to man, right? Yeah. Um, I was never a speedrunner, but you know, it, it is it is fascinating just how much of this game you can break, right? Oh, Yeah. Um, and, and, and it makes it. There's, I think there's a reason that this is one of the most popular speedrunning games in the world, right? Is because it is just so fascinating to see people just demolish this game and go in ways that you never even thought of, right? And, and, and the way that this game is designed, there's so many ways to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, that just makes a lot of fun.
0: Um, I want to touch on that, but before that, uh, Jared, what was your Super Metroid experience like? yeah
4: so i think i'm in kind of in the middle ground camp i had first played it on original hardware on super nintendo but i think it was after i played zero mission i'm not sure Mm. but i played about half of it on there but didn't finish it until the switch until it was on switch online and i I think it holds up pretty oh go on
0: no no just saying
4: oh yeah i think it holds up pretty well But for me, like Mina was saying, the controls are kind of what does it for me. It's a little bit too floaty. Some of the bosses feel a little unfair compared to some of the other Metroids. I feel like I'm getting hit out of nowhere. But I did really like it. I I still think it holds up well. Visually, it's awesome. The environments are great. But not my favorite, but I do like it quite a bit. And I, I see why people love it.
0: Yeah, the mm. default control scheme for Super Metroid is bad. Like, you need to remap the controls when you play that game. Like, X mm. is shoot. Think of what, A is jump, B is run, and Y is, like, cancel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the controls are not great. Yeah. It's a weird default layout. When you when you edit it a little bit, it's, it's fine enough. Um, the Game Boy Advance ones kind of, by necessity, sort of streamline that a bit. Mm-hmm. But... Wait,
2: they put Super Metroid on the Game Boy Advance...
0: No, well, I mean, I mean, like when when oh. and, oh, and wait, okay, Mission. okay, the, the the sequels, okay. I was like,
2: I was like, wait mm. a second, yeah, go. okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the original yeah. definitely was, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, they yeah, they did put yeah. the original on Game Boy Advance, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. they did, yeah, um,
0: yeah. There was the the classic NES version, yeah. There was mm. the unlock and Zero Mission, and there was also the unlock and Metroid Prime when you linked Metroid Fusion, uh, to it after beating it, I believe. Oh, why like, oh, Yeah, crazy. if you connect the GameCube game boy advance thing once you beat fusion i forget i forget which one it is one of them is like one way you beat it you beat fusion and i think you get nes metroid and then the other one is if you beat um metroid prime and you connect fusion you get the fusion suit for for metroid prime which that suit is a. I
1: never utilized any of that stuff
0: yeah that (laughs) stuff is fun it's weird it's like that weird you know little uh stuff i
1: had the link cable as well and i had the Game Boy player i had all of that <laughs> for my gamecube and everything and i never utilized any of that stuff
0: yeah i remember being really excited to unlock metroid one in metroid prime um after beating fusion because i didn't have a cart of that um mm. growing up so my first exposure to metroid one was through metroid prime
4: oh wow that's amazing wow yeah Jeez.
0: um that's weird but... to hear stuff like that yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm sold. So it, it's it's yeah. so
2: funny, right? Because like I, me, like you played it in the 90s, Clay played it in the in the 2000s, and I played it in the 2010s. Like they're like there's like 10 years separating each uh, of those things, you know? Yeah, I'm so and old I, and like, I didn't get
4: I... it until 2020. Yeah.
0: Metroid was sort of a blind spot for me as a series as a kid growing up because it just wasn't like we had Mario, we had Punch Out, we had. We didn't even really have much Zelda, honestly. Um, <laughs> punch Out. Um,
1: oh, I love Punch Out
0: so much. You know, and I was also a big Sega kid too, and so I had Sonic mm. and you know a lot of those. Um, but Metroid was kind of a blind spot outside of that one ill-fated Toys R Us trip. So I ended up playing most of those games much later. Um, so it's interesting, but I think something else that people forget too is like you know Super Metroid is very revered today. But at the time, um, in terms of, like, performance, that game is why we didn't get Metroid for eight years. <laughs> like, mm. it did not do well. And I know there was some talk about, like, there was experiments for a Metroid on N64. But, like, ultimately, nothing made it to market until Fusion uh-huh. and Metroid Prime uh, I'm eight I'm spewing years later. about that because I yeah. love
1: the Nintendo 64. So I would have loved to have had a Metroid mm-hmm. game on 64. It would be yeah. really
0: interesting to see what that would have been like, especially on a system that is traditionally like 3D games if they would have stopped In my mind, in it, it looks
4: a lot like Mega Man Legends. <laughs> like I had <laughs> I had like kind of like false memories of like wasn't there a Metroid 64 and then I'm thinking of Mega
1: Could Man Legends. Legends? Yeah. <laughs> do do you yeah. think do you think that the Nintendo 64 version they would have tried to have gone 3D then? I think so. Or would they definitely. have to yeah. 2D yeah. They, or d They 2, didn't like 5D.
4: doing 2D much then. I am yeah, Nintendo act-
2: actively discouraged people from uh, working on 2D games on the N64. Like, they wanted this mm. to be a showpiece for new technology. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, because of that, like, you know, I don't think, I definitely don't think it would have been uh, in 2D. That said, I'm curious. I, I you know, I, 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 like. I am someone who likes to think. You know, everything happens for a reason. Blah blah blah. Right. And mm. you know, because it skipped the N64, they were able to nail it with Prime. Right. Mm. And oh, so that yeah. ended up working out for the better. But you know, it is interesting to think about that kind of alternate history where it's like, oh, what would? What... you know, mm. to be fair though, like Zelda and Mario, they both nailed their their first entries. First try. Their first phrase into the Oh 3, yeah. 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm curious if Metroid also would have, you know, been in, in in that same vein, you know? Mm.
0: In that same veinier, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: It's uh. funny, it's funny, Clay, you say that you were Sega as well, and four years after Metroid, I guess Sega probably released their first Metroidvania, I guess, or take on it in Wonder Boy 3 Dragon's Trap?
0: Yes. Did you play that? I did not play it at the time. I played it very recently with the remake, the remake? actually. And yeah. I love that game. That game <laughs> is game. so much fun. It's so good. Oh,
1: yeah. That that was um, my first, like, obsession video game.
0: Yeah. Did you ever end up playing uh, Monster World 4 on, on Sega? No. And they just recently remade that one. Or, That's the one that... Uh, okay, I might have to grab yeah. it then. Yeah. It has the original game on it too so if you want to yeah, play the yeah. sega one it's on it's there but yeah dragon's trap was cool. unbelievable yeah yeah dragon's trap is super cool it's a, such a wild game um, oh yeah so and i mean like there have been plenty of other metroidvanias over the years um mm. obviously the castlevania series is one of the biggest um of that that have just kind of spawned from from metroid and, and similar stuff got games. into those though I haven't as much myself. Uh, I like them. I just... I don't know what it is. Like, they don't quite See, I love do it. Strider. Strider's awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, I do like Strider. So, yeah. I think, to me, the reason why I like Metroid versus a lot of the other things in the genre, though, it, like it like said, it went when so I was super... These games are just way more about exploration, right? And obviously, mm. like, that's a core ten of all Metroidvanias, but Me- in Metroid, that's just... that That's it, though, you know? Mm, yeah, There yeah. is no extraneous nothing, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, and not many games really try to do that. I feel like a lot of Metroidvanias try to eat more simply than I, you know, they have stats, they have level ups, they have, <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah. um... And you know, I, I, you know, there's just, I, to me, there's something so appealing about that just pure mm. exploration. Hundred percent. Yeah. So that's why I
1: love Prime so much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the, Prime m- very that's much. The main countries. reason, and, yeah. and of Metroid the modern, oh. of of the modern Metroidvanias, that's the reason I loved um, what was that one that Epic published? Shadow Complex. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That to remember- me f- felt like. The closest thing to a proper Metroid game at the time.
0: Yeah, I remember um, hearing that that a lot. You haven't played it. I haven't played it. I still haven't played oh, Shadow no, Complex.
1: You have to. Yeah. You <laughs> have to play Shadow Complex. Unbelievable <laughs> Metroidvania. Unbelievable. Um, and it is. It's all exploration, and it's all about discovering awesome. hidden walls, and tons of backtracking. But not in a bad. I don't say that in a bad way. Um, yeah. And it's not overwhelming. It's not a huge map. It's quite small. Um, no, no, you have to play Shadow Complex. If you're a Metroid yeah. fan, you have to play Shadow Complex. I still have
0: to yeah. get through like Ori and and those too. I haven't got Ori obviously Ori obviously is incredible.
1: Yeah. Ori is just amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, but my, my, my backlog sh- of Metroidvanias is like oh yeah, <laughs> it's enormous. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I bought an Xbox
2: One for Ori. <laughs> like, like you know, but you know. Because, I, I, you know, like that game just looks so incredible. Ah, and it is incredible, stunning. you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have like, bought an Xbox One for Killer Instinct, if anything. But yeah. I did not end up doing that. But I have Killer Instinct now, so it's all good. So good. good. Um, so, speaking of, you know, we were kind of talking about how, like, oh, well, what would have happened if Metroid was, like, a 3D game on the N64? Mm. The first 3D Metroid game was a first-person game. The first third-person game... Focused one was actually other M, which I know Nick has an opinion on, which is why I wanted to bring it up. So I'm curious what you think about about other M, Nick.
1: I, I am one of probably 15 people on the earth that actually liked other M. I, I and again, it's one of those games where I I didn't realize until later that everyone hated it. Yeah, like I I played it and I was like, man, this is so good. And um, again, the story was dumb and you couldn't skip the cutscenes.
2: actively bad. No, no, no. Let's say it was, it was a dumpster fire of it.
1: Um, and you couldn't skip the cutscenes, which was a bit annoying. So you were forced yeah. to sit there and watch them. But like when you, the, the game itself, like ignoring all the story stuff, because again, I don't care about the lore and the story. So that stuff never actively bothered me. But the actual game itself, I loved it. I thought it was great. And I didn't mind the switch to the Metro Prime first person and then back to the 2.5D and then the that sort of in between. I, yeah. I really enjoyed Other M, personally. See, I, I, I know everyone hates it, but I liked
0: it. I actually, yeah, people, I know people were like, the main, a lot, one of the big complaints about it was, you know, you need to use the Wii Remote sideways to move in 3D and then you have to switch to, yeah. you know, spin it to shoot. I actually didn't mind that. I actually thought Neither that was kind of neat. <laughs> I thought it was kind of neat. It kept you engaged.
2: Oh, I I like yeah. Yeah. They just let me plug in a nunchuck yeah. so I can do both at the yeah. same time. Yeah, that would have nice. been really nice. I mean, yeah. It's a fair
0: point. I'm just saying yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I personally, it that is not what hurt that game for me was, was was the gameplay bad.
4: for me felt pretty good. I only played a few hours of it, yeah. but moving Samus around and shooting felt really neat. Yeah. yeah. It's.
2: But but it's my other thing is on the note of the gameplay though, it doesn't feel like a Metroid game though. <laughs> you know. Because like you know we said Metroid Prime is a completely different game, but it captures the spirit of mm, yeah. so well, right? But but Metroid other doesn't feel like that to me. Like that that, that, that game like it, it. I mean, it's not about exploration; it's very linear, right? Mm. It's very yeah. like you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if anything, it's about the combat more than anything, right? And, it, a- and that's not really why I play Metroid games. And the, combat,
0: the mm. combat, too, is very much like auto lock, like arg- like auto targeting. And then an enemy attacks you and you time a dodge press at the right moment to shoot, you know, a giant beam back at them. It was satisfying, but it wasn't really Metroid to me. Um, No,
1: you're right. You're right.
0: But I like talking about that one because everyone gets mad whenever anyone brings it up. (laughs) It's like the worst. You you can never bring that game up if you're talking about Metroid. (laughs) I I
1: understand that sentiment, though. Like, I I understand that it's sort of like Banjo Nuts and Bolts. Yeah, it's Banjo Nuts and Bolts (laughs) is actually a pretty good game on its own as its own thing, but it's not Banjo Mm Three. Yeah, it's
2: not Banjo Three, and and, you know especially and I think especially in the context of you know much like Banjo Three, it had been a long time since Banjo Two, right? Um, And Metroid, uh, there was in a similar Mm. boat. The last two D Metroid we had gotten up until that point was Zero Mission five years before that, you know. And so, you know, we had waited, people had waited half a decade for a new 2D Metroid yeah. game. Especially, like, because, you know, Fusion set up some interesting things for what would happen next, right? Uh, and that was even before the mission. And so people were really interested in the next step for 2D Metroid, and then there, it was this... Other M just wasn't that, you know? Yeah. And, and so for that to be the first, like, 2D Metroid so long... I think that also just really hurt it. People you know? felt
0: that way about Federation Force as well because it had been so long since yeah. a standard. Any entry. Main Those main kind of weird right? spinoffs <laughs> you have to do
4: like a year or two after a mainline comes out so people yeah, are, like yeah. don't get annoyed. You,
2: you, you need to do it when the franchise is mm-hmm. active, not make it the first yeah. thing in ages. Yeah. At know? that point, just
1: call yeah. it something else.
0: It's definitely mm-hmm. a weird, yeah. oh, definitely a weird sort of time to release you know those games um but, but it but... is a
1: good point you make though that it didn't feel like a metroid game i never actually thought about it that way because i kind of enjoyed it but yeah the the more you guys say that the more i realize that yeah it wasn't really a traditional metroid game at all
0: yeah quite the, quite the opposite, stuff that in fact. the stuff that bothered me about other m was like all the weird odds and ends like those sections where it's like you're slowly walking down a corridor while the game talks to you. Oh, uh, like yeah. a, and like the pixel hunts in first person, you have to look at the license plate on the <laughs> on the Federation vehicle <laughs> to yeah, move yeah. it forward. Um, another infamous one is you're fighting I think it was what, the Metroid Queen? And you're supposed to use a power bomb, but the game doesn't tell you that you can use power bombs. It's very oh, weird. Oh that's that's frustrating. It's it was Team like Ninja, weird. wasn't it? Yeah, it was Team Ninja, yeah, Team Ninja under yeah. uh, Sakamoto's like Super yeah, Vision, yeah.
2: so which at the time was seen as like a a match made in heaven. Mm. Like it was this like dream yeah. game, you know. It was like because Team Ninja, Team Ninja's reputation did not go down yet, yeah. Right, mm. uh, and and obviously Sakamoto, the father of Metroid, obviously he can do no wrong at this point, yeah, yeah. Right, so these two were a match made in heaven, and then it turned out maybe not. <laughs> I know it does, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: I was going to say, it does make you wonder, though, doesn't it? That if the original creator can be involved and still be involved in something that strays so far away from what makes the franchise, it kind of speaks to... You know, like. It's funny how, in the gaming industry, we evangelize these individuals yeah. and make them responsible. <laughs> so, Kojima is all about Metal Gear, and Iragaki is all Ninja Gaiden, and like we... We put these individuals on a pedestal, despite the fact that there's many examples of the fact that it's not necessarily just them. Like, yeah. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Oh, it's it's a team effort, right? It's a a lot of people touch the video games that you love. It's not, and it's so weird to, especially nowadays, right? When these teams are even like two D games, they're big Mm. teams, you know. And so boiling it down to one person, it just never makes sense. I think it's.
0: I think it's uh-huh. also important to mention that it, people believe that, t- commonly believe that Sakamoto is the creator of Metroid, but he is not. He is not the creator of Metroid. He's heavily involved. But mm. um, if I remember correctly, uh, and I could be remembering this specific detail wrong, I don't believe he worked on Metroid 1 at all. Mm. Um, there was, you know, Gunpei Yukoi and, and others did. Um, and we're definitely responsible more for the the game at large, um, but Sakamoto really started being particularly present with Super Metroid. So, so it's Gunpei like, made Samus. I,
2: okay, so he's he's credited as the designer of yeah. the Metroid One. Yeah. So, so he like
0: shot. he, I mean, obviously in those days teams were small and everyone did more things, so it's going to be yeah, unclear yeah. as to who did what, but. I think people often forget that there are I, obviously he's the face of Metroid as we know it right now, but there are other people who majorly contributed to and shaped oh, Metroid. Yeah. Um, so that's that's interesting.
2: It's, it's so like people who got it right once don't necessarily like sometimes even the, the creator of the original franchise doesn't necessarily mean they understand what people yeah. like about it. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? Um, and you know people grow old and people you know they they' they're different they're different people than they were 10 years ago whatever um I am interested to see Sakamoto's like kind of redemption arc with Metroid Dread, <laughs> yeah. you know uh <laughs> I, I you know this is kind of his chance to like uh you know uh, other M was a misstep, and I, and I think, uh, you know, may- maybe Dread will be the game that'd be like, oh, okay, you know, maybe he still has it. yeah. yeah. Him, you know? Even, again, he's not the one, right?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, right? it's sort of like Yuji um, and Sonic. He's, yeah. he's credited as the guy that made Sonic when he kind of really didn't. Yeah. And then you see Balan Wonder World. <laughs> oh, I-, I always <laughs> want to call it Wonderland because that Sand. flows Wonderland, better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that game is allegedly atrocious, so and he he did did he do the Billy Hatcher on game He did. Yeah. He was
0: involved with Billy Hatcher, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that game was apparently pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a weird it's a weird game. Cool, but That was weird. Wii or GameCube? Uh GameCube.
1: That it was a was GameCube, GameCube exclusive, okay. if I remember correctly. Except yeah, for the yeah. PC
0: port it got, which I'm guessing probably wasn't good because sega pc ports at that time were not good yeah that, <laughs> that was the
4: era of pc ports being abysmal yeah <laughs> yeah
2: because speaking of that era though uh like my transition game boy yeah. So,
4: yeah so <laughs> yeah the last with, 2d metroid so far the
0: final major metroid game uh or numbered metroid game i should say is metroid fusion metroid 4 um this game uh what was it? Two thousand two as well. I think it, it released not.
2: Yeah, this was... Always, it, it. Wasn't it literally the same? I want to say it was the same like day. Was Prime. Pretty close.
0: Oh wow, yeah, really? It was like a double feature. I, and, and I bought I, them. I
2: think the rationale was, hey, we don't know because I again okay, we talked about it. I think Nintendo knew Metro Prime was a risk. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. And and, and oh, so the yeah, idea wow. was, hey, here's this Metroid game. Just the way you remember. This is what you like about Metroid. Just in case this Prime thing doesn't work out, yeah. you know. Oh, uh, Here is the Metroid you know and love. Was, it was absolutely
0: a defensive measure, a day kind apart. of like, yeah, wow. kind of wow. like when they, <laughs> you know, everyone always jokes and laughs about the uh, the third pillar or whatever with with DS and and Game Boy Advance. But that mm. system was also a risk, and so to mm. keep it from. Destroying, you know, the the Game Boy brand. It was positioned as its own thing. And so Mm -hmm. Metroid Fusion and Metroid Prime released next to each other. And if Metroid Prime was despised, then, you know, Metroid Fusion still kind of kept the Metroid name in good standing. Mm -hmm. Can't imagine Uh, Nintendo would never do anything like that nowadays. It's such a
4: strange thing.
2: Oh, I mean, it's it's impossible to do that nowadays, to be honest, right? Because, you know, games are so. You know, Metroid Fusion, I would bet, like, did not take a big development time. You know, I, you know, it, you know, this is a game about adventure, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And games were just made so much quicker back yeah. then that you could feasibly put out two different Metroid games on yeah. the same day. That's just not possible anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know.
0: But but Fusion is interesting because it takes a, a bit more of a linear approach um, to Metroid, which was controversial at the time, actually. Um, it's interesting because I remember around that time when fusion and prime were both coming out, um, you know, people obviously had their thoughts on each one, but one of the early sentiments, um, from reviewers and players at the time was prime is the better Metroid game. That was, you would see it everywhere. People, uh, at least traditional Metroid fans seemed very disappointed in fusion. Um, and it's another thing where, you know, it's, it's kind of a generational thing, right? Because people who played Metroid had an idea of what Metroid was, played Fusion, either didn't like it or, you know, had thoughts about it. But then you get to another generation of of kids um, or, you know, people who were new to gaming who played Fusion or Prime as their first Metroid game. And people who played Fusion as their first Metroid game love Fusion, like, you know, and that's just a natural, you know...
2: That happens in yeah. the franchise, right? It's a long-running yeah. franchise. But, you know, Metroid Fusion, I, I'm not a fan of this game, to be honest. Really? I, I think... Wow. Okay. Yeah, honestly.
0: Um, I wasn't expecting that from you. Like,
2: again... <laughs> yeah, it's funny, because I generally like linear games yep. more, right? I, I But, to me, uh, that, but the spirit of Metroid... I, Metroid is one of the few exceptions to me, where it's like, you know, I you know, exploring the world. They're just done so well, yeah. right? And, and and Metroid Fusion, it doesn't do that as well. It's it's a lot more linear. Um, I mean, it controls better than Super, don't get me wrong. And, but, I, you know, I, it, I guess the unfortunate thing for Metroid Fusion is it's sandwiched right in between Super Metroid and Zero Mission, which I think are both excellent games, yeah. right? And then so Fusion is just kind of this, like, weirdo where it's like... Also, uh, this this is just this has nothing to do with the game. I just hate the fusion suit. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, like, I don't like the look of the fusion suit. I think it's ugly. You You're know? not the only
0: one who feels that way. I, I, that sentiment was like around so much online back then too. It was like, what is that thing? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I, so. I bought Metroid Prime and Fusion on the same day. Um, And Metroid prime was very confusing for me because first person and I just don't get along very much, but fusion was less because I could deal with that. Um, and you know, I enjoyed it. I think it had some really weird hangups and weird sections to it. Um, it's, it's like, it has a lot of dialogue. It loves to talk to you, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a departure from other Metroid games. Um, you know, and there was the whole, like, you go to the navigation room and you either get story and or here's the next spot that you need to go on the map, which was not something that was in Metroid at the time. And I know mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who do not like that. Um, so as a new player to Metroid, it was kind of helpful because it would tell you the spot on the map, but it's not like it told you how to get to it because most of the time... If you saw the spot on the map and you thought you were just going to go right to it, you're you're not. You have to go around like some labyrinthine like stupidity to to get there. <laughs> um, but uh, it was definitely a, a departure, and I, I I think it's interesting that people feel generally feel as fondly about it na- now because I didn't think that would happen at the time that it that it that it came out.
4: Did, well, did um,
0: Jared, I, you played
4: Fusion? I did. I played yeah. half of Fusion years ago, and then I <laughs> finished it this year. Yeah, and I will say the computers, the navigation rooms, made it much easier to get back into after years of not playing it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Because oh, like so that was just, really yeah. nice to have. Yeah, but I
4: I really like this game. I think there's some boss fights that I think are bad, where you just have to like stand in a specific spot and just. Shoot as many missiles as you can. But overall, I enjoyed the structure. I think it still has enough exploration. Like, there's still, you still get those amazing Metroid moments of, yeah. I'm beating the game. Like, I'm, I'm like winning against the systems. Like, I found a space that I shouldn't be, but of course you are supposed to be there. Mm. But it feels like, ooh, I pulled a fast one on the developer.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's, um, and it's funny because that game has built like a built-in like um has built-in uh sequence breaks um which was sort of kind of almost a nod to the metroid speedrunning community like there's that whole hidden room uh, with hidden dialogue that you can that you can get to uh with a particular sequence break that you're not supposed to be able to do that was like put in there as an easter egg um and i think that is one of the reasons it's also kind of a bit of a darling in the, in the speedrunning community. Um, mm. It's very popular. I mean, all the Metroid games are popular in the speedrunning community.
1: Um, except Other M.
0: <laughs> except Other M. Yeah, Other M's not particularly popular. And I don't <laughs> see that much of Metroid 2 either. Um, I see it sometimes, but I don't see it... And that, that's just me anecdotally. But um, mm. Super Obviously, we talked about earlier, is just yeah. super popular. Fusion is very popular, Zero Mission is very popular, Samus Returns isn't as popular, but it does have a base behind it, and it's a very interesting, it's it's definitely different. Uh, That's,
4: I would say that one's more linear than, 2 is more linear than Fusion. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. it is, it definitely is, even though it feels more like, like, uh, they do more of a clever trick because, like, you're going, like, in a lot of different directions, Yeah. Right? So it doesn't feel like a straight line, but it is. Yeah. You know? Like they're, they're very much guiding you from one place yeah, to the Yeah, 2
0: does but that in a way that's not as obvious yeah, as, as Fusion. That. And, um, you know, something that was carried to Fusion that we didn't mention in uh, Zero Mission also has the navigation points. It's just with the Chozo statues instead. They're, mm. they're like, go here. <laughs> and everyone's kind of like, oh. Uh. <laughs> um, but these games. You know, in addition to being you know loved by enthusiasts, um, they're speedrun darlings. They're also randomizer darlings. If, if any of you have ever played uh, Metroid Prime Randomizer, um, that that is a very popular sub division. Can you of can players. you explain
4: what randomizers are? Yeah, right definitely. I saw yeah.
0: Nick's face like what? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, what? So dude. randomizer basically. Um, on a, at its most basic level will randomize the item locations throughout the map. So the screw attack will not be where the screw attack usually is. It'll There'll be a missile pack there instead. And you don't know what is where. So you have to explore the map um, and find items that way. Now, obviously a game like Metroid Prime, you're supposed to find certain items first because that's just how mm. the progression works. So the randomizer also has a built-in logic where um you can kind of set based on your experience level with Metroid prime and with like some of the glitches and tricks that you might need to get to certain items, um, what your kind of level is so that you will not be like trapped if like by an item seed generation. Hmm. Um, so there's a lot of people who play and, uh, run Metroid prime randomizer seeds all the time. Um, I have a good friend, uh, who is extremely into Metroid Prime and was actually the pretty much the main developer of the Metroid Prime 1 randomizer for a very long time. Um, And he does Metroid Prime 1 randomizer. There's Metroid Prime 2 randomizer, which I've seen a lot of, where you're like, you know, you get you get a seed where you'll get the screw attack, like, you know, the second item in the game. And, you know, there's bosses that you know, you're not supposed to have the screw attack, and it'll just murder them instantly, like <laughs> like weird stuff like that. So if you enjoy Metroid, um, particularly, I know it's it's particularly um, done with Metroid Prime One and Two, as well as uh, Super. And I know there's a decent bit of Zero Mission as well for randomizers. Um, you can definitely check that community community out um, online. Um, and you, I know some of those even let you create random like create planned seeds for other people so you can be like, oh. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put every item in the worst possible spot and <laughs> send it to my friend so he can suffer for three hours. Um but it's it's so fascinating because it's so fascinating because Metroid games are very much a big part of the randomizer, like I don't I don't know if I want to say community, but there's ones for other games too, like Ocarina of Time is very popular, Link to the Past, mm. Zelda 1. But Metroid games are kind of like the backbone, I would say, um, of that community. So yeah, I mean, if you guys like Metroid Prime and you want more of it, like a remixed Metroid Prime, that's that's a good way to do it. Okay. But, yeah. But um, Fusion, in, in regards to Fusion, um, it's just a very weird game. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on that, who's who's played it. I need to play it. It's, yeah, you do.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would still recommend it. <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, you know? It's great. I, um, I like it a lot. Oh, but Nick, I like it I am, more than, than these two. I am begging you to play Zero <laughs> Mission, though, Nick. You've got to play Zero yeah. Mission. Uh, but, but Fusion is interesting, too. And I think it ultimately is still a good game. But in a lot of ways, finally, it does, like in hindsight, it does feel like a precursor to other M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, with so Adam. Um, yeah, especially with Adam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, uh, But even, like, the linear design and all that, like, but and then, like, the characterization of Samus, like, a lot, a lot like, you, you can feel, like, a lot of the stuff that other M ended up being, it does get its start here. And I guess I didn't real, you know, you don't realize it, at, I, I don't think people realize the path it was going down at mm, the time, yeah. I guess. But, but there, there's definitely, like, a... A, a link there, uh, which, which, you know, is interesting in hindsight.
0: Yeah, you know, um, the joke is that Other M is just worse Fusion. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, yeah, right. I don't really disagree with that. Um, zero, or fusion has the six sectors on the spaceship. Other M has a more boring spaceship with three sections. <laughs> I remember at the time of Fusion, I was super stoked because... The first area of Fusion is a recreation of SR-388, and that world had never been in color before or expanded on, like in Super Metroid. Um, And then you might, if you're familiar with Fusion, you may be uh, not surprised to find out why I was disappointed with a certain aspect of that game's ending. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's technically you know despite being back out in 2002 it's the most recent metroid game canonically mm. timeline wise which is why they're us oh. getting a metroid 5 now yeah. is mm. i love that they call it metroid 5 yeah they knew what they were doing absolutely mm. yeah oh yeah
2: they you know they want you to know this you know we're finally doing what we had teased
1: so long ago <laughs> you when know? did we first hear um, rumors of dread It was ages ago, wasn't it? It Like a long, long time. It was was literally. It was like the year
0: after Samus Returns, I think. Like,
2: well, no, 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 even no, no. no. Well, Metroid Dread in particular, right? Like, this is a game that has been murmured since around the Yes era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It it is. It's wild, and and, you know, it's funny because. I never knew, it was hard to tell if it was, like, urban legend mm. or, like, an actual mm-hmm. thing, because no one seemed to be, like, 100% like yeah. one way or another, you know? Um, there was definitely official teases by Nintendo, and there was, like, like small, like, snippets of but it was never, like, a announced, like, Metroid Dread, yeah. right? And then, so then when E3 came around, Sakamoto would just stared like, hey, not only did we try this once on the <laughs> DS, we also we tried, tried it twice. a second time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh... And so, the, you know, this has been in the incubator for for so long. Obviously, this iteration of it hasn't been in development since 2017-ish, whenever Savage Returns fucked yeah. up, right? But but there's been ideas for Metroid Dread that have been, uh, you know, uh, for over a decade, mm. you know? Um, I said it at the time, but th- it's so funny. Metroid Dread was a, like, a Year of Dreams type of announcement, yeah. you know? Like, this long-lost project, you know, not too dissimilar to, like, when The Last Guardian got reannounced, or, or Final Fantasy VII Remake, you know. It, it's like, yeah, th- this was one of those, like, it, it
1: really did feel like urban legend. <laughs> it <laughs> like was, it was wasn't like, it supposed to be, like, a cancelled DS game?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah, so it was supposed to be a DS game, and then Sakamoto straight up said, in recently, uh, on the Switch, he was like, yeah, like, the hardware at the time just could not fit mm. the idea... Like, like it, it was not powerful enough for the ideas that yeah, I had yeah. about it, which, I guess now we know, is the the Emmys, like, chasing you throughout the map, right? Um, the, yeah, that, that just couldn't work on the DS. Like, it, it just was not... So that is what
1: possible. they're doing. They're doing yeah. the full-on stalker thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah, yeah, almost, yeah, yeah.
4: You have to be in the areas, though. There's Emmys zone. Yeah. But
2: it's, like, it's like it's not, like, throughout yeah. the map, but it is, like, it's it's, like certain segments of the map, like, an enemy will come stalk yeah. you. Um, yeah, yeah, which I find...
0: Okay. That, that I'm curious to see how that works out in the final, because I find I'm that a bit kind of eh, that it's segmented areas, but, I mean... What, well, you'd rather d- it's the whole game? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to no. be stalked throughout the game... It- no. Oh, do you want to,
2: like... A, like, no. No. RE2 is like yeah, that, right? Yeah, like, I don't... I'm like, not a fan yeah. of that... I'm
0: <laughs> not
1: a fan of that stalker thing... At, no. like there's exceptions to the rule like it works in alien isolation for example yes. uh-huh. i i feel like it works there but in yeah. resident evil 2 remake it turned me off a bit um yeah. and it's actually kept me from resident evil 3 because i didn't like resident evil 3 nemesis for that reason oh, yeah, yeah yeah
3: um
1: right yeah, you had yeah. this guy stalking you the entire time and it's just it's almost exhausting like mentally
0: exhausting it is. I don't disagree right. on that. Um,
2: yeah. Well, I guess I, I guess that you know, for your particular concerns, Nick, I think dread does work though, because it is like specific areas, yeah. and you know, like when you're going into an area that's going to have an enemy stock. Mm. you, right? But there's going to be large segments of the game where not, that's not. Yeah. It's not going to be the whole game. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just going to be these specific se- segments. And
1: I, I guess it fits the I, name. I'm
2: curious to see how that works out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You feel that mm. dread, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Dread overall though is just a very mm. exciting game you know it looks like I mean it looks like a controls phenomenally. Mm, yeah right uh, it's very pretty just visually mm, the movement um, and you know we just haven't had one of these for so mm. long you know obviously the Metroidvania genre is over thriving with just wonderful wonderful oh, games yeah. right but it is nice to see the namesake mm. of the genre
0: Show up again, yeah. You know, and, I mean, the new movement stuff. That it, a lot of the stuff that they've added this time so far feels like they've kind of looked at feedback from from previous games. You know, like for example, we talked about how the counter and Samus returns is kind of slow. Well, they've now had it so you can do it while moving. Um, they have the slide mechanic so that you can kind of go through small gaps quicker. Um, they even said they made a point to say on Treehouse at E3 that when you go to these navigation rooms, not navigation rooms anymore, but the dialogue is all optional, and it doesn't tell you where to go, so, like, that specific point of, like, giving you a marker Mm. is not there. So, I guess, um, you know, as we get to the end of this, um, I guess I'd just like to ask you guys what you guys are looking, what you guys want out of Metroid 5. I'll start with, uh, we'll start with Jared. Um... (laughs) Oh, on the spot. I just yep. want...
4: I'm a little worried about the Emmy stuff. I hope it, there's not too many of the stalking sections. And I didn't play Samus Returns, but I'm just hoping there's a lot of exploring. I hope the atmosphere is there. And mm. I don't know. I'm just, just interested to play it.
0: And uh, Nick, how about you? I'm basically the same. Uh, I love Metroidvanias and
1: I love Metroid, but the stalking thing does just have me a little bit... Just, just mm-hmm. a touch of yeah. it. Just a touch. I'm sure I'll end up buying it like they one. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, I'm super ready for it. Uh, yeah, I, I share similar thoughts. How about you, Mina?
1: Honestly, I just want them
2: to nail what I think makes Metroid special. You know, what makes it so unique, even amongst it, the whole genre. Yeah, you know, it, it's been an undercurrent of what, like, this whole podcast episode, right? And I, I just, I just think that explore. Like, I want it. I want to be like intrigued all the way through i i want this that feeling of i gotta know what's Mm. what what what's beyond this wall or whatever you know and and just that feeling of like oh i gotta explore every little nook and cranny yeah you know yeah um
1: yeah i i I really want dread to nail that and and that's the concern about the stalking thing isn't it like metroid's all about exploration and if you're being stalked by an enemy that Discourages exploration because you need to just get away.
0: Yeah. So it's That's like Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. it, it is That it, could... you know, Again, I, I think because it's segmented yeah. areas, like it'll just be those specific areas will just, you know, be a little frantic and you uh, know, run out. But um once you get out of those, I think the rest of it should still bring my yeah, feeling. They back they, healing, they, they made
0: a point to mention that their the map is a lot bigger and more intricate and made to be explored so it does kind of sound like actually to your point earlier you know where i had said like oh hey they kind of maybe they should be there the whole game maybe it is a good thing they're not there the whole game because you still have the exploration that you normally do and you have a change of pace with you know these murderous robot things that are after you too
2: i i just want a strong interconnected world you know like like i've been playing dark souls for the first time recently and that's my favorite part about it you know it's just the way this world just connects together in in a, in a way that like is interesting, um, but also like fits in the world. You know, just everything about it just makes sense. And
0: yeah, that's what I'm I want. My I, I was you know? thrilled um, that the game is on a new planet and it's not a space station <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. um, and it has a very unique look to it, so I'm I'm hopeful that it'll be a very unique location to discovered Mm. maybe we'll end up blowing it up because that's just how that goes (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so um thank you everybody for being here and and for listening to this episode we have a lot of people in nintendo era right now who are going through the metroid games uh leading up to metroid dread so if you have started doing that awesome if you haven't please consider it um I'd also like to thank uh, Nick today for being with us as our as our guest. Nick, can you tell us a bit about where we can find you?
1: Um, yeah,
0: uh, you can. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was great.
1: Um, thank you. You can find me on Twitter uh, at special underscore nick um, and jump on xboxzero We've got our you know everything there: news, reviews, the forum, which certain people don't like uh the podcast (laughs) um so yeah catch us there um and yeah it's been great thanks for for having me on
0: yeah thank Thank you thanks for being with us um yeah we xbox era is very very well developed and has a lot of cool stuff so definitely definitely check them out yeah Um, a lot of people put in a lot of hard work Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Nick Nick actually just got done doing the Xbox Aero podcast. Yes, just just finished the podcast.
1: There was about, (laughs) I reckon, there would have been about a half-hour break between the two podcasts, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's
0: been, like, running a marathon. Um, And then, lastly, uh, as for us, um, you can find our articles and some of that fun content on NintendoAero.wordpress.com. And then... Uh, you can find this, if you're listening on YouTube, you can also find it on Anchor uh, with Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that fun happy stuff. Um, and yeah, there is a Discord link on the website as well if you want to come and hop in, join, talk about Metroid, yell about Other M, whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, thanks everybody again, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Nice. Bye.
1: Ciao for now.